What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. All right, all right. Welcome, welcome, everyone, to another episode of Geek Vibes Interview brought to you by Geek Vibes Nation. I'm your host, Don Fisher, and today I have with me the stars of the upcoming film, G-Lock, Casper Van Dien, Stephen Moyer, how you guys doing? Doing great, man. I'm doing great. I'm actually doing we're, really good. We're so great, Dom, apart from the billing. <laughs> it worked so good for me, Dom. I think you got it right. I, I just, I, we're just going, we're just going, obviously, with age today. <laughs> oh, man. Um, a color so, in the beard, I think. He's just he's showing respect for the old gray man. <laughs> old gray beard. Cass, it's all white, man. I pluck all mine out. I have a bunch of little white hairs. I'm just like, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. Are you, what are you doing, Dom? Are you, are you using boot polish or? Yeah, you look like I you got just, boot I just, polish. I don't have too many. I just pluck them. I just you pluck see, them. If, I, if I plucked them, that would be called shaving. <laughs> that would take a long while to pluck all of that, love. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, so you two are widely loved by by everyone you guys are in iconic roles um i'm kind of convinced that casper has some kind of futuristic knowledge that we don't have because he's always in space it's kind of crazy he's he's hiding it (laughs) um but okay g-lock to give everybody a little quick synopsis um with earth virtually destroyed grand marshal flees to rea a planet hostile to earthlings Escaping onto a Rayan supply ship, he finds the crew slaughtered with the only survivor, a female warrior named Osha. As the two try to kill one another, the ship is damaged by uh, meteorites. Bran and Osha must join forces to salvage the craft before it impacts the planet below and the humans that live there. Uh, this gripping sci-fi epic stars you two. So, I watched the movie. And I thought it was great. It's a lot deeper than I thought, because I had, you know, I try to go into movies without watching too many trailers, without uh, reading too much, because I want to have a fresh mind and, yeah. you know, just kind of get the art with, with the directors and producers you guys are trying to convey. So when you guys get a script like this, um, what initially jumps out at you? Um, yeah, it's it's um, it's, a, it's a good question. I think that that my initial thought was you know when you you get told that synopsis you know you you don't really kind of you don't really understand that it's going to be quite as deep as you suggested Dom and 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 so it's it's really Tom who who wrote and directed this had very much an idea of what it felt like to be um, an immigrant going to a place that your ancestors began, you know, and being turned away and, and everything that they are, you've been, you've been indoctrinated with how bad they are, the place that you're going. And they feel, feel the same way about you because you've destroyed the place where, where you've come from, i.e. In this, in this example, Earth. So it's about indoctrination. And when you, when you arrive at, at that place, you sort of, it's about learning, of course, that the differences are not as um, powerful as the similarities. And, and learning that, you know, obviously the idea that they have to kind of 
work together, him and Osha, played by Tala, um, is is contrary to what they want to do. Right. But I, I but in so, in so doing, they have to sort of learn about each other's cultures and each other's lives. And and Casper um, and I are both family men, and fathers and and our characters in the in the in the movie are too and so there was also stuff you know at the time we were shooting it casper's daughter was 17 my daughter was 17 and so there was a real sort of sense of similarities between the two of us and we kind of play mirror images of he's his he is uh, from ria and i'm from earth and 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 yet we're enemies in the film and and it's 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 i just thought it was really brilliantly constructed and said a lot about what's going on in the world right now and, and of course, like a year on from shooting it, here we are in this world that we're living in and there are even more similarities than there were last year. Right, so same question to you, how did it feel getting a script like this? I, you know, I, I agree with, with a, a lot of what Stephen said. I mean, everything that Stephen said 100, is 100% true. And, uh, true. and our, uh, our captain, our, our director, Tom Patton, who wrote and directed this, is just a super smart young man who's just really, uh, really studies the, uh, the, the craft, the art of, of filmmaking. And, and so he is just, he's so intelligent and, and he's so knowledgeable about uh, the filmmaking and what he wrote here about this, uh, that it, it just made us feel safe in, in acting and working together and, and conveying this. I, I just thought it was a super intelligent script. I was really excited about being a part of it and the way he spoke uh, really made it me feel more safe and I felt like I could do it. Because sometimes when you go into a, a, a smaller budget like this, you, you don't you don't have all that, uh, you don't necessarily have all that trust. I try to go into it with all that trust because I, I love this industry and I, I love being on set more than anything, but you don't always get it. And then when you have an actor, uh, the caliber of Steven, that you're getting to work across and also they bring in John Rhys-Davies and, and Talia was wonderful, but you have all these actors that you can completely trust. But Steven for me more, more or less was just like somebody that I, I could relate to on many levels, which made it really wonderful for me as an actor and as I, in real life I could relate to him in, in many ways. I just, uh, I love and adore him and I really appreciate who he is. And for me it worked well because then I have to have this struggle with uh, what he and I are going through and also the, the uh, the different worlds or, or our, 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 you know, our, you know, him being an immigrant and me not, but also it's like, he's from England and here I am in America, but now it's America's Rhea and, and earth is, is England more or less. And we were just talking of what somebody we were just being interviewed with Dom was talking about how the sort of crazy irony of, of the fact that Americans aren't allowed into Europe right now. And how nuts that is as a kind of concept, you know, um, something that Tom would never have even considered. None of us would, right? You know, a year ago. It's fascinating. Yeah, and that's and that's kind of what I want to touch on is that, like, I think that's what I like so much about the film is that there is these correlations between right now and then what we've seen in a lot of films with the future isn't as different as we think it's going to be. There's different technologies different planets, but there's still this always a divide between cultures or people because you're from here, you're from there. Um, did you guys pick up on those correlations very quickly? And how much did it make the um, make the film uh, aspect that much better knowing that you're putting out something that's deep? 
I mean, I think that, I don't know. I, I, I come from a place of, uh, I, for me, it's all about humanity, you know, and, and it, I just want the world to be a better place. So when I read stuff where, where, where we're addressing that, you know, I, I, it, it's, it's an, it's a sort of cherry on top of the gravy, if you like, because it's like, it's, if it's already a good script and it's already a good story and you're working with good people, that's great. But if it's also saying something about humanity and about how, how we would, like the world to be a better place then then that's even better you know and that 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 sort of elevates the material and i think tom has a great handle on that and i think he he has a super smart way of sort of us discussing those things and uh, so when you're there obviously you're working and you're and you're you're running and gunning it because you know you've only got a certain amount of days and the budget isn't very high and so you're not really kind of considering like the great uh, great responsibilities of what you're trying to achieve so much because it's kind of you know guerrilla filmmaking but I think on a sort of on a on a bigger level one is sort of aware that hopefully it's going to sort of help people sort of come to some decisions by themselves yes I'm saying to you Catherine I you know I, I I when I read this I I just uh I, I liked Stephen was already cast in his role and everything, and I liked my character wasn't, uh, uh, you know, I, I liked that he had a purpose and he was driven, and, and I could I could understand where he's coming from because he's a family man and he's doing this for his purpose is, is for the survival of his family, and I, I can appreciate that. I might not necessarily agree with the way he's going about it, but I can understand the drive for that. So for me, the characters were interesting because there's not just like. Uh, you're a good guy, you're a bad guy. Everybody has a, a purpose and a reasoning. And, 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 and it was enough of a backstory. And I, I spoke enough with him that I had a, uh, something I could play with and, and feel um, you know, justified a lot for my actions. Not necessarily where I would go, like I said, but I could understand where my character could feel that, like he had no other choice. And, and that I liked. Uh, I liked that a lot about this film. I, 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 I think some, sometimes we don't get to, to see that. We just see somebody is like coming, they're making a choice and, and it's just like, well, that's just horrible. Why would anybody do that? And, and yeah. And also that idea, that idea that we, that a bad guy can only be a bad guy. Right. You know, when you see, when you see a bad guy that's coming towards the things for all the right reasons, then it's, oh, then it's a dichotomy for the audience. It's like, oh, I understand him and I understand. <laughs> yeah. That's weird, you know. And, yeah. I, and, and I wouldn't also, like, I wouldn't go, because like, I'm a father, and my character's a father, and he's doing this because he's a father, and, like, Stephen's a father, but I also wouldn't go, oh, well, I get that that's why he's doing that. I can understand why my character did it, and I can, and I can make those choices solid for me, but I can also go, yeah, but still, that's not being, you know, you're, you're, not, you're not really being a, a father there. I mean, from my point. So I, I can also feel that. I think that there's choices we need to make, and having that voice and being able to play that, where I could also the opposite of that in real life is, is, is interesting for me too. So I, I want to be able to see other people's points of view. I think too far, often now we, we get to the, well, I'm only going to hear this side, I'm not going to hear that side. And I don't think when we, when we don't discuss and we don't talk, I think that makes it a mistake that we don't, we can't move. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. In, in, in the, you know, 
make the world a better place. I think we need to have voices from both sides to be heard and understood. So I can go, I can have compassion for my character, not necessarily believing that I would do the same thing, knowing that I wouldn't, but I could have compassion for him. I think that, I think that that's, I think that, you know, right there in a nutshell is, is what, what, what's missing. And it's not just an American problem. It's, it's, it's a, it's a British problem. It's like, look at what's going on in Brazil right now. You're kind of, you're if you've only got like one side saying this and one side saying that and nobody in the middle bringing these people together right. to, try and, to try and make things better, then, then how are we going to move forward? You know, there will always be like a 48% chunk that's unhappy. And so we've got to, we've got to do that. Yeah, this film is interesting because it makes, it makes you kind of look at that. It's, a, it's not just a science fiction film. That's, that's what I liked right. about Starship when I did Starship Troopers. It was one that both the left and the right liked back then and still is something that people argue about all the time. And I think that's interesting. <laughs> at least it keeps, it, it, it keeps things topical and, and we, can, we can have a, a dialogue. And that's much more important than just being like, you're right and I'm, you know, I'm right and you're wrong and we have nothing else to talk about. That to me is boring in films and it, it's horrifying in real world. <laughs> the yeah. real, horrifying to me. So. Yeah, and, and, and that's where it kind of led me to like, the film doesn't necessarily set up a sequel, but like you were saying, it does create this where you can see both sides. So if the movie was shot from more of your Casper's uh, character's point of view, then it might look at Steven's character as like the, the quote unquote bad guy. Right. So, you know, it makes me think of like maybe there, and if you guys might not, might know, if there's a possibility of maybe an inverse sequel to where it shows the leading up to, you know, how we got on that certainly, ship. We certainly about talked about it. And, and we, we, we talked about all, all number of ideas, you know, being one being, you know, what if something struck Rhea? So what if, what if a pandemic sort of situation struck Rhea and Rians had to leave and then suddenly they were confronted with the fact that people didn't want them to come to their country. And so, you know, playing it, that, that, their, their, their planet. So, you know, how that immigration story would play for these people who think they're better than everyone else. And, and so I think there is that possibility there. If the, if the hunger is there, then, there's, then Tom is totally smart enough to come up with many, many things that would be relevant to, to, to tell the story in, a, in, an, in an interesting sort of sequel way. And he also he came up with a whole uh, language and- yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, a whole, there's a whole Rian language. He's got a book. <laughs> But, but it's phonetic. It doesn't. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's correct. It's it's created by, but how a, how you would create a new language. I mean, he's he's super detail oriented, and it's really it's really sort of satisfying to watch him work because he's always got an answer. No, you did that because of that. Why right. was the character doing blah? Because when he was a young man, he he thought this, and you know, he's got it all worked out. Yeah, and it was really amazing to see because the language is that. You know, I don't know what they're saying, but I know what they're saying, which I, like you said, like Super a real language, there's a lot of ones that we hear that you might not be familiar with it, but you get the gist of the tone and the actions behind the words of someone saying. So like you said, that's, that's amazing that he had a whole book. Um, so I would assume that if there's a, a whole book that he wants to do some, some other things uh, with it eventually. Um, but with the story being such a... Um, a tangible type of story. Um, 
how realistic do you guys think um, a type of portal or something of that sort uh, happens away? Because we, we, you know, we always hear talk of colonizing Mars or there are super Earths in different dimensions and wormholes and whatnot. Uh, so I'll start with you, Casper. How, how likely do you think something like this uh, is to happen in the future? I, I, I just got speaking. Sorry, Cass, go. Go ahead, Steve. I, I was speaking yesterday to Universal um, uh, Exec, and I don't know anything about this. I don't know anything, so don't ask me because I literally don't know. But she was talking about the um, the Tom Cruise movie, you know, with SpaceX and and, and shooting it on the space station, right, right. and and this is being taken very seriously, and and they're going to make this movie, and and you know we're at a time where we've just been to space again and we've just crash landed for the first time in many, many, many years back into the, you know, not crash landed, landed in, in, in the ocean again. With, and we all saw those images. And, and I think with somebody like Elon Musk at the helm, who's creating a, a, a way and, and Virgin travel as well, you know, Richard Branson, that, that creating a way to go and come back I think we're getting closer and closer to to a time when, you know, maybe it won't be in our lifetimes. You know, it takes how long does it take to get to Mars? I mean, let alone uh, I think calculate. I think it's like two years. I think yeah. two years. And let alone start building. You know, so I think, you know, realistically, for us to see it in our lifetimes is. Well, I think I think it's feasible. I mean, I think the way things are moving are so fast. I mean, we just had the internet. It just feels like you know not too long ago. <laughs> So it's, I think things are moving at an exponential uh, pace that they hadn't, you know, we haven't seen, you know, everything just seems to be moving faster. And if Tom Cruise is going to go make a movie in space, like you said, I mean, that just is, it's just so, it's so surreal. It's absurd, but wonderful. And I, I love that. I, I think it's delicious. And I love that. Uh, I, I love the idea of it. Ever since I was a little boy and I fell in love with, with uh, Star Trek. You know, and I, I saw them traveling space. I've always wanted that. I've always wanted that, dreamt about it, longed for it. And I feel like if we can get to there, I think that there's enough people that have that, that, that drive. I mean, they're always naming spaceships after it. They're naming, you know, the scientists are so geek, they're geeked out on sci-fi and explaining why it's not real and what it is. And it's helped push that. So sometimes I feel like uh, the imagination of the authors and that are just, sometimes based on science, also help drive the scientists, which helps us move forward. And, you know, I, don't I think that's a really interesting point because it, it does come down to imagination, doesn't it? Yeah. And I think our imagination is going to take us, you know, imagination, it, it, the, the, the stars are the limit. You know, there, there's no limit. So there, I think we're just going to keep going. I think we'll get there. And maybe in our lifetime, we'll see it. Unfortunately, I don't think it'll be you and I captain in a ship. But, you know, I would love it if I could. You know, I would love to be the captain of some spaceship, but I'm an actor. And I chose a different guy. You, you and I will be able to captain the ship in a green box somewhere <laughs> on a pig farm in York. You know, we'll do the first, we'll do the Tom Cruise movie, movie, making the movie <laughs> in the pig farm. But where we'll do the behind the scenes documentary in, in a green box somewhere. <laughs> Um, I guess the, I guess lastly, I think I'm probably running out of time. Um, some log some little logistics. So where was this shot? How long uh, did it take to shoot? It was on shot on Rhea, which is <laughs> this time gate that we take, not a star gate. I, I 
which is an ex-pig farm in New York. Um, no, it's this, it's this old, it's this old um, farm in, in, in York, in England, that's been turned into a studio. Okay. And obviously, you know, a lot of green screen and um, some, some very sort of, you know, Tom really liked the idea of making a rudimentary set, which where, where the idea is that, that my characters built this spaceship from nothing, right. you know, from, there's been space travel. So he's like, he's, he's excavated bits of other pods and put them together and he's created this, this like ship in order to get his daughter to space. That's the kind of idea. So that allows for some quite um, like almost like 60s Cold War crappy, you know, old radio pieces that are screwed in. And I, I love that actually. I thought the design was excellent because it feels, it feels sort of, you know, and we sort of winked at that a little bit with the, with the Russian hat, you know, that this was some kind of like cosmology, cosmology, um, uh, cosmology, is that right? If I said it right? Cosmonauts, cosmonauts, aren't they? They're cosmonauts. Um, um, this, this idea that it's, that it's real kind of like, um, thrown together and and i liked that idea it's not massive budget these are normal people who are trying to get to space you know in a normal way not with some you know spacex <laughs> aircraft <laughs> so there's there's a there's a but you know the, the the story is is about people and heart and truth and humanity you know it's not about the the going to spaceness of it, you know, right. what, what I love about sci-fi and what I love about science fiction in it, in its, in, in essence is the fact that you're telling a story about humanity. You're just using a different framework to tell it. And hopefully it's, you know, it works therefore as an, an, an analogy for, for what we go through and maybe people can see it in a different way, you know? Yeah, I definitely think that, uh, I definitely got what the movie was trying to say uh, very, very quickly. And, and it's one of those ones that I was watching it with um, my fiance viewed it with me. And, um, you know, we were both, we had a conversation afterwards and I think that's what helped make it uh, great. Um, but I guess I am out of time. Um, so it was really great talking to you guys. Um, where can people find you guys on social media? I'm um, I'm on Instagram at Stephen Moyer, at Stephen Moyer with a PH, and and I'm on Twitter as at S Moyer. I am not on social media. I, <laughs> you, I, might uh, really, you might be the smartest man here. <laughs> it's because so he's, he's so old now that he can't see the. <laughs> it's basically, true true story, true story. <laughs> um, but yeah, everyone, uh, G Lock will be available um digital dvd on demand um august 11th um and hopefully we can have another conversation soon guys uh, it was great talking to you really nice to meet you dom take it easy yeah, have a good one yeah, man. thank you thank you dom appreciate it what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.